Millennium Home is a space where we can all engage about self-love, self-worth, relationships, trauma and healing. I hope that you enjoy your stay and I am your host, Tando. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Honey I'm Home. This is a bonus episode and we are doing an episode about checking in with yourself with Linda. I met Linda at Subtle Meetup and Subtle Meetup is an event for creators and entrepreneurs to just like link up with other creators and entrepreneurs. And I would have been doing a disservice to all of you guys if I didn't feature Linda on this platform because she's doing so much in the space of mental well-being. And that is why I have her on the platform today. We're going to be speaking about how to recognize when you have burnout and how to deal with burnout. We are in the last like 50 something days of the year and a lot of people are experiencing year-end fatigue so we're trying to beat that year-end fatigue so we can finish the year strong so if you're feeling like you are approaching that season of your burnout this episode is going to be really good for you and also Linda has been working on initiatives that are very close to my heart and I can also assume very close to her heart as well so it's going to be very interesting for us to speak about mental well-being in that space Hi, Linda. How are you? Good morning. Oh, yes, it's still morning. I'm very well, thanks. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Just a little bit exhausted. So I think I also need this episode, um, how to navigate this exhaustion. We just had a long weekend, so I was meant to rest, but I didn't. So it's a <laughs> consequence of my own actions consequencing, which, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. But... Before I, you know, get ahead of myself, can you do an introduction of who you are, your initiative, and anything you're comfortable with, like, exploring with my viewers? Sure. Thank you so much for this platform, and thank you for the introduction. That was fantastic. So, as Sandra mentioned, my name is Linda Lamini, and I am just somebody that cares a lot, basically. I'm curious, and I care a lot. And so what I do is I have an online platform called Breathe Out. And what I really aim to do with the platform is to destigmatize mental illness, to promote mental health awareness, and most importantly, give people access to free mental health resources. And so I do this through hosting free group therapy sessions um, every so often when I have the capacity to do so. And also through just sharing online resources um, that are available that can give people empowerment, basically. You know, ultimately what I'm really hoping is is that it's a self-help and a self-empowerment tool to get people eventually to become their own therapists in a way, to be able to do your own checking in and to be able to be in touch with your own mental health and state of being. Yeah, and that's so important because therapy is not accessible to a lot of people. And so we need as many people who are as selfless as you are giving back to people. And the idea around community is what I'm getting. So there's a community that's been built of people who are very aware of the things that they need to do, how to access these resources. And, you know, in my time of doing Honey, I'm Home, I've picked up on so many people who have helped themselves out of situations that they were in simply because someone else offered the resources. And so your work is going to do so much goodness for people. And I just want us to 
speak now about have you in your own personal capacity ever experienced burnout and what does that feel like to you and how do you get yourself out of that place where yes I recognize I am burning out but what can I do what are the tools available for me to be able to navigate that burnout Yes. Okay, great. Thank you. So before I answer the question, I kind of want us to work on a definition for feelings or emotions. I'll use them interchangeably just so that we're having a conversation through the same lens. Right. Um, so yeah. I got this um, I got this definition from Emily and Amelia Nagoski, who um, are also within the mental health care wellness space and have actually studied emotions. And what they say is that feelings are involuntary automatic instantaneous reactions to everything that is happening around us all the time so they say we're not really rational beings that on occasion feel we are actually emotional beings that on occasion think so um you know think about how say when you see your crush right before you're (laughs) even able to compute the thought in your mind your body is reacting the first response to everything is your body so you might get butterflies your heart rate might increase you might get itchy palms or sweaty palms or something like that so um your feelings are instantaneous and they're involuntary really. And it happens every single time. And we have feelings so that we can get information, right? So I just wanted to work on that, on that definition. So yes, I have absolutely experienced burnout. So the reason it's important that we, you know, that I shared that definition is because I want to have this conversation through the lens of being able to understand the link between our emotions and our physical health. So just basically the mind body link, right? So I have experienced burnout in my life and, you know, true to what I've learned is that the body is the first to let me know how it's feeling. So for me, burnout is when my recovery times are just not the same. So for example, if it might have taken me, you know, a day to recover from the kind of weekend we had where every single day something was happening. And now I find that I'm not making it through the day as I would have before. I know that, you know what, this is not just regular tired. This is burnout or this is, this is more than that, or I'm unable to stay awake late or I'm unable to feel enthusiasm and joy for the things that I once had you know passion and enthusiasm for so I've definitely experienced burnout um I think I'm coming out of it somehow um definitely in October I was feeling extremely burnt out I could barely stay awake but I'm definitely coming out of my burnout season now and what practical like steps did you take to ensure that you were getting out of it because it's hard when you are tired the last thing that that's on your mind is I need to get out of this bed or I need to pull myself together to be able to just get better right the only thing you want to do is laze around eat whatever you can find sleep mm-hmm. and be on your phone or like just cry if you want to cry but what practical ways that you implement to ensure that yes you are recovering from this burnout like in October to ensure that actually you finish the year strong. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's a number of things. And I think what going through just a mental health journey and learning about my body, my emotions and myself, basically has, it has given me a different relationship with time. 
And mm. so whereas before I might have thought, you know, I need to do this and this and this, I need to be on time for this. I don't have enough time for that. I now understand, you know, cycles differently. I'm able to go through certain things because I understand that there's a time for different things. So for example, when I recognized that I was in a burnout season, I was napping a lot. (laughs) Um, I could barely stay awake. Um, Certain tasks that took a short time were taking a longer time. I was able to sit in the middle of that and say, okay, I'm in a burnout. I'm not going to rush in. I'm not going to rush out. I'm going to be present inside this moment and I'm going to listen to what I need. If I need a nap, I'm going to take a nap. If I if 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 I need to stop working on something because it's not I'm not productive, then I'll stop. If I need to ask for an extension on something because I'm not getting it done well on time, I will ask for that extension. Mm-hmm. But the second part of that is also being practical or rather strategic, right? To say, okay, I recognize now that I'm in a burnout. So what do I need to do because this isn't going to last forever? So how do I set up systems or or rather how do I strategically think about how to support myself out of this season? Mm. So that would then go to making sure that I'm staying hydrated. Um, October was sometimes hot, sometimes cold. (laughs) Yes. Um, But just making sure that I'm staying hydrated. Um, diet is extremely extremely important so what kind of food am i eating and this goes back to just having that relationship with your body so knowing what makes you feel good and what doesn't meat does not make me feel good it makes me feel tired um i get bloated my stomach doesn't feel good guess what i'm not going to do in a burnout i'm not going to sit there and eat a whole lot of meat um so I'll make sure that I'm, you know, making, getting all my leafy greens, etc., drinking enough water and also watching my environment. So mm-hmm. I, if my desk is in a mess, I am not encouraged to be productive. I'm not encouraged to work. I'm not, a, it depresses me. It slows me down when my room is in a mess. So if yes. I'm in a burnout, I'm not going to, I know sometimes it's hard because, you know, I'm just too tired to clean it up right now. But at the same time, I'm going to try and support myself through that by creating a a space, a physical environment for myself where I can thrive because I know I'm going to get through this or that I need to get to another side of this. So I'll try and create that space in my life as well to be able to get through my burnout. Yeah, which all circles down to knowing yourself and knowing what works for you and what doesn't work for you because you don't want to spend so much time in that burnout looking for things that are working and looking for things that are not working because in that time it's more I have to implement the goal now and be able to navigate that space in a manner in which is productive for you and I know for me I I want to be outside a lot when I am experiencing a burnout. I want to be in the sun. So I want to sit outside in the sun and make sure that I open my curtains. I leave my bedroom nine out of 10 times for me. When I do that, I feel a lot better when I wake up and I shower and I drink my warm water in the morning. I feel so much better already. So just moving, getting that, that sun, that morning air in is so important even if I do go back in the house and and take a nap at least I know that I did something in the morning that was beneficial for myself and for my body right so knowing exactly what works for you a lot of people 
do like really really small things when they are burning out so things like just waking up waking up and reading your emails and then just calling it a day that's enough mm-hmm. for some people until they have recovered so knowing exactly what works and what doesn't work for you so that you also don't frustrate yourself because already you are at such a low point you don't want to be implementing all these things that are failing because now you feel like more of a failure and you're dealing now with the mental block and you're dealing with this burnout and you just don't even know how to navigate it anymore because you've added so many things to your burnout already so small yes. steps that actually work um give yourself like the fighting chance to actually win that burnout i think it's also the same thing as in life so when you're setting your goals you don't want to be unrealistic and set goals that you know for sure you're not going to accomplish and so now you are stressed about not accomplishing that when in essence you can put yourself in a favorable position to win the small things that will ultimately lead to the bigger things so i think the the takeaway from this is know yourself and know what really works. So how can other people recognize when they are burning out? So we've already spoken about recovery time, that it will take longer for you to recover from whatever it is that you're going through. But what other things can I look out for in my season of burnout that will tell me that I am burning out? Yes. Okay. That's fantastic. And I think you touched on it just when we were speaking about it just now about making sure you actually know yourself. So if we are aware that, look, there comes a time in the year when you are tired or there just comes a time in a cycle when you are not performing at your optimal level, um, then it's about really having that relationship with yourself so the work that you do in your burnout season to get yourself out it begins long before the burnout season so building that relationship with your own body and your own self and knowing what works for you or what doesn't work for you like you said is important because it's not really the um the 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 lot it's not a big fat moment where you can snap in or out of it but rather Mm -hmm. the incremental sort of steps that you take Um, every single day and building that relationship with yourself. So another thing that really um, helps you know that you're feeling burnt out is um, prolonged and excessive feelings of stress and anxiety. Um, Mm. So if we go back to how that feels in your body, how are your sleeping patterns? Um, How is it physically feeling in your body? Do you have back pain? Do you have neck pain that's been persistent? That's also a really good tell sign. Um, You know, how is your breathing? Are you breathing enough? Do you find that you have nervous tics? Are your legs, do you find that you can't sit still? Maybe you keep shaking your legs in a meeting or when you're trying to work on a task or something like that. your energy levels. Are you able to go to the gym in the afternoon after work the way you used to? Um, and, and so those are just other signs in the body. But always, as you were saying earlier, it's up to you to build that relationship with yourself. But yeah. the, the, te- the largest takeaway is that when it's prolonged and it's excessive, that's when you know that this is not the normal one. Yeah. I would just like to add, I think I look out for irritability as well so are you snapping at people are you snapping Mm. at yourself are you becoming angry a lot easier are you giving up on yourself on the things that you're doing so that could also be a good tell sign because when you are in a good space you are receiving more good energy from people and you're also putting out more good energy Mm -hmm. but when you are in that space of burning out you want little 
to do with people and you don't want to speak to people you don't want to answer your calls you get irritated by things that used to make you so happy so I really think on top of yes are you shaking are you not breathing is your jaw clenched are you irritable and are you delivering the things that you need to be delivering on time but then before we move on to speaking about breathe out how can people practically check in with themselves how can they be their own therapists in this time season and how can they pull back into their cups to ensure that they get over the burnout and to make sure that by the time that either people start writing exams or either people you know finish with the the work year season they have actually dealt with the burnout and we can now go on holiday and we can refresh and you don't you also don't want to be tired on your holiday you want to have enough energy to be able to do everything that you you need to do on that holiday so how can people practically check in with themselves okay that's great thank you for the question so um so two things right so first we need to acknowledge the fact that when you are going through something it isn't necessarily when you deal with it. So for example, I have a lot of deadlines right now. I have a lot of work to do. I feel very stressed. I somehow manage to push through. I deliver all the deliverables. It is done. But I haven't actually dealt with the stress that I felt. I didn't complete that stress cycle. I didn't sit there and say, okay, wow, that was super stressful. Um, So we tend to, 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 to move on from things because we think they're over and and that's just it. So you're allowed to take a pause even after you've done all of your deliverables and just practically scan, practically go through, okay, well, how did I feel about that? And just have that conversation with yourself, with a friend um, or with anybody that you trust to just be able to, to acknowledge that I just went through something and then complete that cycle, complete the stress cycle. We, we often think that, you know, it, if it's over, it's over, we move on. But your yes. body is storing all of this up and it's busy keeping record of what you've been up to. And if you're not actually taking cognizance, then, you know, um, you can find that you're not actually thoroughly completing your stress cycle. So th- mm. that's one part, just being mindful of the fact that when you go through something, isn't necessarily the exact same time you deal with it. Um and then practically, um, like we were mentioning earlier, watch what you eat. You know your body best. You know your situation best. Um, hydrate, rest. Your environment is important, as we mentioned earlier. Like you were saying, it's so important to spend some time outside. Get fresh mm-hmm. air. Um, mm-hmm. Feel for your own body. So um, your stretching, your, your yogas, your exercise, make sure you're actually creating the space in your body. Um, if you need the endorphins from gym just to get your, your morning or your afternoon sort of energy injection so that you can keep going for a task, you can absolutely do that. And yeah. then set your environment up in a way that you have, you know, that you can do what you need to do. So if, the example I made earlier, my desk is in a mess. I'm unable to work. Tidy up your desk or keep a clutter-free space so that you're not necessarily um, creating even more blocks for yourself to get through what you need to get through. Um, speak to people, stay connected. And in your own community, just the people that are near you. So learn how to speak to the people around you to say and verbalize. I'm in a very, very, I'm in a burnout season right now. And I'm unable to do X, Y, or Z, or I would need your support 
in this or that area. So just build that relationship with the people that are around you or in your communities as well so that people know what they need, what you can do for them and what you might possibly need from them as well. Correct, correct. Um, also, just adding to that, I think get a lot of rest. Get a lot of rest um, because you will have a clearer mind and you'll be able to do a lot more when you are resting because I don't know, there's just something about us being in a burnout that makes us want to do more because we are so stressed and we feel guilty about resting. Rest is very productive. If you're recovering from a burnout, it is very, very productive and it is nothing to feel guilty about. And I think systems have been built to make us feel guilty about resting. And that's why I prioritize self-care and I prioritize days like these where I say I'm going to wake up much later than I usually do because I'm feeling exhausted and I need to ensure that I have enough energy for tomorrow it's still Friday tomorrow I have enough energy for Saturday for Sunday and I have enough energy to carry on with the month you know so resting and also just having someone who pours back into your cup when they are in their burnout season, you can pour into their cup. So it must be mutual benefit. I find that it is so important to have people in your circle who actually understand your cycle and whom you understand their cycle. So that's it, I think, for the first part. So now my favorite part, we're going to speak about <laughs> Breathe Out. And Yay. I just want you to tell everyone what it's about, when it started, the history, where you're currently at, and how people essentially can get involved if people want to get involved. Yay, thank you. This is also one of my favorite parts. <laughs> um, so I started Breathe Out last year in August, and it was basically in response to Women's Month because mm-hmm. it sucks, <laughs> yes. right? It sucks. It's the worst month ever. And, yes. you know, there they are with all these, like, tone-deaf campaigns, and they're saying it's all about us. And you're like, no, it's not. You don't even get it. You don't get how we feel. And I remember, I think, a year before that, in 2019, I attended this event where um, it was just in the wake of Nenem Kretanya's passing. And, mm. you know, it was that really heavy week after her body was found. And so... Um, this this lady on Twitter, I think her handle is Real Life Gold. She hosted like a, a session basically where um, it was a vent session. That was her intention where we just all came together and we vented and we had a meditation and we just did all this stuff and we just kind of had a self-care in, in, in a group. And it was the most, it, it changed my life. It changed mm-hmm. my whole entire life. So I wanted, so I modeled Breathe Out loosely after that, um, just basically saying, we're going to create a space. We're going to be intentional about what we achieve in that space. And it's going to be as safe as possible for all of us. But the takeaway is that at the same time, we're going to get to learn about an aspect of our mental health care because this is kind of inaccessible because it's expensive on every mm-hmm. other day. So I thought that's that's what I modeled it after. So um, I started the first one last year in August, like I said, and it was online and um, I've not yet done anything offline. But basically, um, it's an online group therapy session, if you think about it. But I have like a whole little program. So I'll open with maybe a reading um, and then we'll have a mini panel. I'll ask, I'll invite, you know, just a few people that articulate themselves well 
and ask one question to everybody on the panel just for about 15 minutes or so um just so we can get everybody else talking and sharing as well you know when you see somebody yeah. that was invited to share something you you might you know resonate with whatever they said and that that might get you more open and, and willing to share and yes. then we have like a small little dj set and then we get into an aspect of of sort of mental health care so the first one we we had a meditation um and it was incredibly powerful like we just did a, a group meditation a guided meditation um yes. and then it, it's it's largely experimental i should mention that um, that, you know, I, I tried different because therapy, there's different types of therapy and there's different types of mental health care. There are so many different avenues to take care of your mental health. And because I'm aware that it's group, not everything is going to work for everyone. So I want to expose mm -hmm. people that come to all the different um, methods and techniques that are out there. So the first one, like I said, we had a meditation. The second one, we had like a presentation done by a therapist. Um, the third one, I spoke to a, a chef and like a food scientist about how we can sort of take care of our bodies and how our mental health and our gut health is linked. Um, yes. And then the last one, we had an actual group therapy session with an actual therapist again. So, and that was talking therapy. And so that's, yeah, that that's what we've been doing. And it's just, again, a self-empowerment tool. Um, I know we can't get everything done in group and you can't tell your entire life story, but just drop mm -hmm. in and see what it feels like when you're in a community and in a safe space and see if you can take anything from it that might help you get through, you know, the rest of, of your week or your month, et cetera. Yeah, and I just want to know, in terms of your own mental well-being, how do you navigate that? Because I know helping other people can sometimes like become overwhelming um, because not everyone is expecting you to be very strong and to be a high achiever and overachiever solely because you have all these tools and resources and you understand mental well-being. So how has it been like for you taking care of your own personal mental well-being? in your own capacity, what's it been like? Um, well, the great thing is that I don't do the sessions. Like there's no pressure on me. If I'm not, if I don't have the capacity to do the session, I can't, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> you know, I'm not self-sacrificial in Like I'm not going to totally, I mean, yes, there's an element of, you know, being giving and, and generous that comes in what I'm doing, but I'm not self-sacrificial. I don't pour from an empty cup. I'm very aware of that. Yes. But like I'm saying, the work that we do for difficult season starts long before the difficult season actually starts. Mm. So for example, I have a great community um, in real life. So I, I've got a very supportive family and very supportive friends Every single time I talk to my friends or family about Breathe Out, the, the, like the first thing they'll say, like instinctively, what can I do to help? Mm. So I have a lot of support, um, but I'm also a very supportive family member and friend myself, as you were saying earlier, the mutual benefit mm. um, from these relationships. So I've personally set up my relationships so that I have people to talk to, people that can talk to me. Yeah. And I... Um, and I just take care of myself every other day so that I can be the best version I can show up. So I watch what I eat, like I'm saying. I move my body, I journal, I meditate. But I'm also very open to the fact that I'm learning. I'm yes. not perfect. And yet people will, as you were saying, have these expectations that you've got all this and that figured out because you know all of this stuff. But theory and practical mm -hmm. are not the same thing. And 
people are people. I'm a human being at the end of the day. So I always give myself that grace as well. Mm-hmm. And the worst of my mental health storm for now is over. You know, I went through like so much mental health turmoil um, between like 2017 and 2019. I just, I struggled a lot. I was very depressed, very anxious. Um, yo, I struggled a lot, but because mm-hmm. that season, I, I managed to get through that season and I managed to learn so much. I'm able to then offer what I learned um, to anybody else that might need it. Yeah. And I resonate yeah. so much with that because that's literally how Honey, I'm Home came about. I experienced in that same season as you so much ups and downs with my mental well-being. And I found that there wasn't enough safe there, were, there weren't enough safe spaces for me to to land and to just speak about my experiences and I wanted to be that person to actually create that and so I think initiatives that are founded from personal experiences are actually so close to my heart because you see the person's heart in the actual initiative and what it is able to do because it's so personal to you and it's like your own little baby but I'm really I'm really in awe of the community that you've built and also just how you speak about um, Breathe Out and what you have done with Breathe Out because it takes a lot of courage to be able to handle anything mental well-being related without sacrificing your own mental well-being and also the community that you've built. I believe a lot in community. I believe a a lot in having people who support your vision and who just are around without expecting anything. So with that, how can people reach out to you? Where can people find you? And how can people be part of Breathe Out? Thank you so much. Thank you for, for all your kind words. I do want to just, I think I didn't mention this. I'm not a therapist myself. Yes. <laughs> I studied law for good No, you say. mentioned it, yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, but I, and another thing that actually makes, you know, Breathe Out successful is that I'll ask someone, I'll ask a therapist, I'll ask somebody that can do, you know, yeah. the, the, the heavy lifting, what I'm doing is facilitating and creating the space basically on the yeah. platform. And that's another thing that really helps me get through it is that I don't carry the load alone. Um, so um, if you would like to get in touch, I only have an Instagram page at the moment and it is at under at deep breath out underscore at the end and um yeah i just have a bunch of little resources over there um i think my email is on there as well so you'll be able to contact me or just send me a direct message if there's something that you need um a lot of people ask me for therapist recommendations or sometimes they just want someone to listen to them (laughs) talk about some um something and that's I, I don't, it's, it's, it's dangerous territory because a lot of yes. things need professional healthcare. However, I'm aware as a friend, as a sister, as a human being of the informal therapy that we do for each other all the time as friends, where we just listen to each other yes. and don't judge each other and make each other feel safe. So I do um, listen. And if you want to get involved, if you want to join, you know, the next session that I have, I will, all the details will go up on that Instagram page. Um, okay. And my personal, my personal Instagram is at nomnomlinda. Okay. All right. So what I will do is I will link your pages in the description box and then people can reach out to you via that link. But thank you so, so much for this session. 
and it's not going to be our last session for sure we need to have a lot more sessions and I will also reach out to you to be a part of your initiative because I really do believe um, in the work that you're doing and putting out there. So thank you so, so much for coming through and for making time and for speaking to my people and to everyone who made it this far. Thank you so much, guys. But before I close, do you have any last words for everyone? um last words just take care of yourselves and take care of each other amazing stuff so take care of yourself take care of each other and i will see you guys in a different episode if you made it this far please do give me a five star rating and also leave me a review i would really love to hear from you guys what you found insightful or what you would like for me to speak about thank you so much for your time and thank you once again for coming back if this was your first time i hope you enjoyed it and i hope you stick around goodbye Mm -hmm.